What up, what up, fantasy football hustler, back at you. What? <laughs> fantasy football hustler, back at you. What? I said we're back for the wake and bake. I, no, I said I really can't hear you, what? <laughs> What's going down? Turn me up. <laughs> I don't even have no headphones on. Turn, Turn up my up. headphones. Turn up my headphones. <laughs> What up, guys? We got another Targets and Fade episode today, and we're sticking with the IDP for you IDP freaks. We're breaking down some defensive backs today. I just thought of something, bro. Every day we do F&T, and this series is TNF. (laughs) Targets and Fades. All right. Here we go. Let's finish this bowl. And then we're going to jump into some of the DBs. So we're pretty much doing in the offensive ones. We broke it down into two pieces. We're still breaking it down into two pieces, but with the IDP, it's a little bit more unconventional because we don't necessarily know how a lot of random people like would be playing when they're watching this video, because there may be some people, maybe they only play with one IDP spot in general. And a lot of these guys won't even be on the map. Maybe you play with one IDP spot per position. Then maybe you care about the top 12, top 15 guys. But So we're going to talk about that, but we are going to deep dive as well for all you IDP freaks that are playing in, let's say, anywhere from <laughs> six to nine IDP positions. 69, dudes! And, all right, and I already see my first fade, so I'm going to read off the top 12 here and... Bogey, if you hear a fade that you want to go for right away. I got multiple in this top two. I can already see it. I hate a lot of people too. Don't worry. We're going to be okay. Because I feel like it's the, uh, it's more of the fades in the top 12 that we're worried about than like the targets. Cause like we're pretty much targeting all these guys in the top 12. It's just like, where are we going to get them at? So here goes the breakdown of the top 12 DBs. And this is according to sleeper. ADP and all of these guys are going after the 100 ADP mark. So all these guys are in triple digits. Technically we got Derwin James, number one, no surprise there. Jalen Pitrie, number two, just right behind him. No surprise there. Sauce Garner, number three, Minka Fitzpatrick, number four, Hufanga all the way up getting dropped as the number five DB. I like it. I like it. Isaiah Simmons at the number six, and he's the first one to have the LB slash DB dual designation there. We got Brisker, our man Brisker from the Bears. Yeah. Seven. We got Rawr. the, the Jerry Sneed at number eight. Yeah. Jeremy Chin at number nine. Buddha Baker at number 10. Trayvon Diggs as number 11. And then rounding out the top 12, we got Jalen Ramsey. By all means, I fade, fade away. I'm starting off with Sauce. You got to get him as the number three DB. It, re- it better be because of scoring on why you're going after him. Because if you're an IDP one, two, three, which most is based around like the solo tackles. Like if you get a shitload of solo tackles, you're just <laughs> at least 
Sauce is not going to get a bunch of solo tackles. He's not going to get the ball thrown at him as much as he did last year. And even if he does come down with, let's say, 10 INTs, I think that's amazingly high for the amount of work that's going to get thrown his way. If he doesn't have a bunch of tackles to go with that, he's not paying off anywhere close to that capital. You know, this reminds me of like sophomore Jalen Ramsey. Mm -hmm. Only sophomore Jalen Ramsey what happened with him is they brought over A.J. Boye and mm-hmm. Barry Church at right. safety, right? Now, all of a sudden, like, you still want to test this sophomore? You can't really stay away from him. And then by year three, no one was targeting J- Jalen Ramsey. You know what I mean? Sauce Gardner is going to take that leap this year already. For sure. Like, people are going to respect his gangster. And we just see this happen all the time. Plus, like... For reality, he's awesome because he's like everything we want. He talks hella shit. For sure. You know what I mean? He's one of the baddest motherfuckers and he lets everybody know it. You know what I mean? He's the type of, he's the motherfucker snatched a cheese hat up off of somebody and ran on the field wearing it. Remember that shit? Yeah, for sure. And now he got Rogers over there. <laughs> one of the baddest motherfuckers ever. Rogers like, hey, he picked me off twice <laughs> over there. Well, that's yeah. good. That's the kind of defense I want. You know what I mean? But, anyways, <laughs> I'm totally with you because, man, it's just, it's name. It's a name value that you is defensive rookie of the year. And it's, it doesn't work that way. And the overall him. rookie of the year. Yeah. It work that way as uh it doesn't work that way in fantasy. Oh my God. It's going to take a step forward year two when you're a cornerback, you know, right. what I mean? you right. become really good that next year. They tend to stay away from you. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And someone asked a couple days ago, who would you rather have, Sauce Garner or Patrick Sertan Jr.? I'd rather have neither. We're talking IDP. I'm not targeting either one. But Patrick Sertan, people don't – like, okay, let me try to word this without disrespecting him because, like, people respect him, but they still throw it at him. It's not like Sauce where, like, people are throwing it away. Like, he shadows too. So if you think about who Patrick Sertan's going to play – twice a year he has to deal with a combination of Keenan Allen Mike Williams and now Quinn Johnston if if he just stays on one side right but then like whenever you have just one guy there he'll shadow that guy you know what I mean yeah and if I'm gonna go for some young cornerback specifically I think I want Asante Samuel Jr. because he's someone who gets no respect really like he's gonna get a lot of tackles out there yeah, and it, he was like he, he dealt with injuries, but man, he was he he was he had a couple picks. Like he was flashing. That's the type of guy where I'm like, okay, yeah. And with the way you'll get him hella late if I'm gonna go young cornerback, because here's my I'll go to my fade. My fade's a young corner as well. But it's just it's Trayvon Diggs, man. We're just are we forever gonna chase that first year production where he had what eleven to twelve picks, double digits. I know 13? that. What do you have? 14? He had 14, huh? That rookie year. Uh, that was it that r- sophomore year? He had R- rookie year. Sophomore year. Sophomore. Yeah, 21. 11. 11. Yeah. What do you have last year? Marcus Three. Peters. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Marcus Peters, bro. And see, and Tino even said it right there. Facts has same with Diggs in Dallas. People don't fear him. Look at that. Me and my birthday twin. See that? 
No, but he's not fading him, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was trying to get him onto the dark side. <laughs> Saying that people don't fear him, but he's good. He I read good. it. He was shitting on him. But yeah, but I get what he's saying. People, because you know why? He's, they know he's hella aggressive on tape. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, like, he's not prime. He, That's he's trying to bait fools. You see that where he'll, you know what I mean? He'll let the, he'll, he'll bait the quarterback by letting in a little bit of distance. Cut. That's funny. You know, he said he, Baits the QBs and is literally like right as right you right when I said it. And see, <laughs> and this is like when you do that, you better be able to close the gap like you're prime. Yeah, you know what I mean. Not to mention, he's oh, he's like new Marcus Peters because Marcus Peters was trying to be like super aggressive, prime, like jumping routes and like, yo, you give up a lot of big plays like that if you're more often than not. That's why we hate digs for IDP is because. He either makes he's the trying to get a pick, or he doesn't make the play at all. The reason why we love a Legarius Sneed like Derek threw out there, he may not be a really good cornerback, but he's gonna tackle everybody who catches the ball. And that's what makes him great for fantasy. And then they add on the fact that he has Mahomes on the other side of him running up the score, so opposing offenses got to drop back and throw that thing at their receivers. Yeah, and he's just there, not good enough to be one of the prolific past deflectors. He's just going to tackle you right after you catch the ball. And a bunch of times, like he's, and Legereus Sneed, I'll just say that that's one of my targets because he doesn't go as high as he should. He still goes top five, but consider. He goes top five in our circles, but in our circles. Yeah. But wise DB eight off the board. And he's consistently been top three or four yeah. in his past three years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or yeah. two years, I said 20 and 21 for sure. Yeah, because he got hurt in 20. I mean, 21 and 22. Yeah. Yeah, he got hurt and he got hurt in 20. And yeah, and, and in 2020, they had him as a safety, I think. He was like a before they like converted him to a corner for real. And even that aside, okay, because like we love the tackles, over a hundred total tackles, not solo total, but how about mixing in three and a half sacks last yeah. year? That was a career high for him. So they got him going after the QB even more on some cornerback blitzes. Mm. You know, how about three forced fumbles as well? <laughs> career high for Fuck him. You know. He almost his game is let them catch the ball, huh? Yeah, like, hey, you gotta catch it, man. <laughs> so I can try, I can tackle you, or try to strip you, or something, bro. See, and here's the difference: if I can even equate this like a little bit to baseball, a guy like Diggs, he's like the big home run. He either hits a home run or he strikes out. It's kind of like no in between, and people love that because those big plays. It's polarizing and makes a real big difference. But Legarius Sneed is just like the grinder. Like, he gets a lot of singles. He gets a lot of doubles. But he doesn't fuck up a lot. He doesn't give. He doesn't strike out a lot. That's He's the a, consistency. Is that what you would want out of a leadoff hitter? Yeah, like, you want a guy like Ricky Henderson. Doesn't necessarily hit a lot of home runs, but he's, like, on base, like, 33% of the time, which is ridiculous. Who, who are you targeting here? Who so, targeting? out of these guys, I really want to target brisker because yeah it's real let's say brisker and legeria sneed i mean going number six number number seven number eight i was all over brisker last year he lived up to expectations 
And with a guy like Sauce, who's going number three. Now, I just feel like we're getting Brister at a really nice value. He's way closer to 10 than he is to one. And I want that. I would – doesn't even matter what type of league, redraft, dynasty, mm-hmm. um, best ball. I'll even get him in some of these best balls later. Like, he's just someone who's going to get a shitload of tackles like every single game, no matter what. Their offense, it doesn't matter if even if their offense takes a step up. It's still not going to be take three steps up. It's not going to be amazing. And if I was to try to nitpick, not warranting any high pick for a brisker, because I'll take brisker. I've taken brisker over Derwin James in some of these joints, like yeah. best ball, which is like redraft, quote unquote. But, but I'm, if I was to nitpick and not warranting a high draft pick for a fucking brisker, it would be like the addition of the two linebackers they added. You know what I mean? Yeah. But – you can't convince me they're going to be a totally better team. I think they're going to be maybe like a cut and hair better overall as a team. And even with Roquan there, it's not like he wasn't eating with the, yeah. the best linebacker in the league who's like the tackling machine. Nobody gets past him. He definitely – I almost want to look that up one day. Like where when Roquan, Roquan got traded away, what was – did the production see a massive spike for Brisker or what – I wonder if there's a correlation there because it was uh, what he had 90, 80 solos. It or was, was it like, combined? Yeah, it might have been a little bit less than that. He had like 105. Combined, total. yeah. Okay. But, awesome. Uh, awesome rookie year. Yeah. It was one of those things. It was like there is no correlation to Roquan leaving. He just did great. There's like maybe two or three games in the first half of the season. Okay. He doesn't do good. But outside of that, it was like when Roquan was there, he was getting more sacks. That's the thing. Like he has two, three sacks before Roquan left. He only had one when Roquan was there. But it's also one of those things too. You lose your best player. You only got a Jack Sanborn in the middle of the field. It's like, eh, you know what? Maybe you just better stay back. If it gets passed. I, 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 almost, I almost wanted to say, hey, hey, hey. My guy, Jack Sanborn, but I liked him because he was shitty. <laughs> the shittier, the better in some of those situations. I like, yo, he, he's going to get 10, 12 solos. And here's the correlation that I like if we specifically talk about just that ideology. If your first and second layer are like really not good, like Jack Sanborn, that's the guy who you're like relying on. It's like they're probably yeah. going to leave Brisker. And whoever the hell their other safety was at the time, they're probably going to leave them in like a two. Eddie high Jackson. Set. There you go. Leave him in a two high safety set. But we see it just with the numbers here. Him getting three sacks while Roquan was there. When you got a guy like Roquan and he's going to stop everybody anyways, you can get a little bit more crazy. That's, that's awesome because now my nitpicking actually helps him. It could help his sack total even. With two guys there. Now. Yeah, two, two of the baddest motherfuckers in the game. <laughs> Coming off of last year, you know what I mean? All right, how about give me who's your? Did you give us a target inside these top twelve guys? I just I went with Snead because it was going to be Snead okay. or Brisker because they were in that mid range, and then since uh, since my man Derek shouted out Snead, I was like, hey, what? Why not? Because Snead's been the epitome of consistency too. Yeah, Derwin James routinely in the top, who used to be there too, Buda Baker. He's not there now, but and, but like <laughs> Derwin James. <laughs> 
he's Derwin James still got the name value strong enough, and that he's coming off a, like a good enough year that like no no one's gonna remember his constant injury history. Like I don't, was last year the first year he played like over fourteen games as a rookie. He did, but then it was like okay, yeah, since his rookie year. Yeah, and then someone like Pitry, obviously the, that's I like targeting him because like. People just don't know about him in most of these, like in your home leagues, people are going to go in front of Derwin James's and, and you better have a Bears fan. Cause I doubt like you'll have a Texans fan, but like a Bears fan will know about Brisker. You know what I mean? It's like, you really got to be playing IDP to know that pitch as a new household name for fantasy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And him being taken as number one safety in like these dynasty leagues where as a rookie, he is the number one scoring DB. And, yeah, they made some improvements over there on defense. But, like, one thing that they didn't improve is, like, the run game or the run defense game. Yeah, the interior line specifically, oh. too. So, it's if they happen to get past that second level, like, routinely. And what was the Texans the last two years? Bottom three in total – run defense you know what i'm saying yeah. so yeah. i think we're two years away from them being the worst yeah you know i mean um sure. and it really I mean, I, I, we, we, didn't say, we didn't even have pitry as our target because it's it's too easy but we definitely got to talk about him and for anyone who's like watching this video because you're new to idp pitry and derwin james though that's the top yeah that's top the creme de la crema yeah that is the top db tier right there yeah and Derwin James is embodies everything we just said. He's has he's on a team that has a good offense. He's on a team that can't stop the run with their first two levels. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's a guy they send off the safety blitz. You know what I mean? They he gets behind the line. It, I love, we love Derwin James. Hey, shout out to Antonio. Shout out to Devo. What up? What up? Oh, and Bakes. He said preparing with. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah. He's... And Dennis said you're on the clock in the multiverse of madness. Okay. So it was, oh, I had two picks while I was waiting for it till I came on. It was the last one was Najee and Devontae Smith. Who you just went? Chris Olave and Travis Etienne. T Higgins me, baby. Just like I had planned. T Higgins me. Yes. I there knew it. I was like, true. It is on you. Yes. Okay. It's all, it's all going according to plan. What we're going to do here, because we can give our fades and targets and stuff, and we are, but I like what Derek's doing over here. He's put a bunch of the targets in here. And a lot of these guys were on the same ideology with him. And the first one that he put in is Rashawn Jenkins. Oh, oh yeah. How come those crazy people? That's a perfect example of people just don't know who he is. <laughs> and even though like last year, if you didn't play IDP, but you somehow found the IDP waiver wire video, you probably heard Jenkins' name like 10 times. Every week. Because <laughs> he never went over 30% rostered. And that was like the threshold to where I'm not going to talk about someone 
is if Ray, he was Rayshon Jenkins is one of those names you're not even sure of. You're like, you know, that guy, uh, Rashad Jennings. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Ray Don Jenkins. <laughs> no, motherfucker. Ray Sean Jenkins. And even though their def- their offense may take another step up this year, it was a huge step up last year, and he was still amazing. And really, it was like, if you got hyped off of Gabe Davis because of what he did in the NFL playoffs, you should be beyond hyped of what Jenkins did in the fantasy football playoffs last year with the two interceptions for the yeah, Derek brought up the game, didn't he? When he, he brought up Rayshon Jenkins, he wanted to remind everyone about that game against the Cowboys, didn't he? And uh, Dennis said, who likes the new sleeper update? It's not I too, don't. It's not too shabby. At least they are changing things. That's the one thing. Here's what's annoying. What? Is I like if I'm in a league, then I close out sleeper. I open it, I'm back in the league. Still does that. But say I was I open up a league and I swipe it out to all my leagues. Yeah. And then like, then I just happen to close out sleeper. It when I open it now, it's back to my list of leagues. The yeah. reason why this is annoying to me is because like when you're in so many leagues, I gotta remember. Oh, and it won't be highlighted on your list of teams, the last one you were on. Yeah. It, that's like the only gripe I have. Because then I'm like, oh, what was it? Hustle League. One, two, seven, 11, 13, 14, 16, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, or 3, 24. Which one was that? I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I, was working, I was working a trade this morning. I'm like, that's why it's super important. Just a reminder. It's super important to tag someone anytime. I'm not saying you can't like text me or just, even in the chat, say, hey, you're on the clock. It's so easy if you tag and then I can open it up and it's like, oh, here it is. Boom. Let me just click the mention right there. And then bam, I'm in the league, especially because we have so many leagues. Like I remember Crispy one time he's like, fuck, I made a wrong pick. Can you change out this person for this person? I was like, you're in a million leagues, bro. Which league are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I literally will call you when I do that. Cause I know, cause it's like, it's that crazy anxiety. Like, oh my God, I made the wrong pick. I'm not sending a text. You know what? I'd send a text and I'll call you. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what you All right, done. Okay, cool. It's that anxiety like, oh, no one pick yet. <laughs> and no one make a pick. And we'll go back to that one, Derek, in a second. Derek said, fuck the Jags. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up, Derek. <laughs> he brought up Jenkins, but yeah, he didn't bring up Come that on, and Tino said, how do you filter out the free agents for different leagues? I got free agents in my other leagues on my list. So you got to go to the, like, you got to go to like when you're, you got to go to the, the available. And then when you click the available and like, you're about to pick them up, it'll show you where he's available in other leagues you're in. Oh, okay. That's where you're talking about where you click. So you could click on a player's name. Is that what you're talking about? Where you click on a player's name and you can put click on other league availability. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah, because yeah. that, that I do like the change of the icons on the top versus the right hand side up and down. I don't yeah. know. I, I, I do that aesthetically more used to it. 
And uh, but I'm just used to it anyway. I think that's the thing is no matter what, like I, I remember when I first jumped on Sleeper, I was like, what the fuck is this? Because I love Yahoo so much. Then like after one season of Sleeper, I was like, fucking Yahoo sucks. And it, even this change doesn't make me hate Sleeper at all. It's just, But the one thing is like when you look at your list of teams, the last one you were on would be highlighted. They just don't do that anymore. That bothers me. And uh, yeah, Yahoo, ESPN. NFL, none of these guys are making changes. So at least sleepers trying to improve. Let's kill them. <laughs> Here goes another one from Derek that I can really get behind because he's being drafted all the way outside the top 12. That's for sure. Closer to 20 than he is to 10. Richie Grant. Yep. They make some moves over there to sew up a couple linebacker spots, but man, their offensive, uh, their defensive line still super whack. He's yeah. Shitload of tackles, and they are going to be a funnel defense, yeah. By way of their secondary is going to be shut down, and you're going to be able to run on them. That's and then, and when you have AJ Terrell and a fucking what's his name, a, a bear, uh, the Okuda, the Barracuda, yeah, yeah, like it's going to be so suffocating on the outside. It's going to even when they throw the ball, they're going to be targeting more. You're going to be forced. How do you want to bet that Richie Grant sets his career high in sacks this year? I think uh, it. easily. Would it, would it you know like why? Two? <laughs> no, he has zero for his career. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going to say, did he have one? I'm going to go out on a limb and say that he's going to set his career high in <laughs> this year because when you got. Adrian Terrell, Anna Jeff Okuda, and now you have Jesse Bates, which is like the ultimate free safety. Just, I really believe that Richie Grant will get more work in the box this year than his previous two years combined. I, I got another target before we move on. We're, I guess we're already outside of the top 12, but yeah. one of the guys, I can't, I already said like more than one, two targets, but I can't go on without highlighting my guy Isaiah Simmons because I know at the same time this is probably one of your fades it is you know I mean sure. and like for Isaiah when I, I know they say hey we want him to play more DB it didn't say they didn't say he's only gonna play DB because they're so bad at linebacker period you know what I mean same way they were so bad at safety outside or at at nickel and outside of I mean, safety period, right? Outside of Buda Baker and then Jalen Thompson came up in the pen last year. Yeah. That's the guy who was one of my targets too late. But Isaiah Simmons, for sleeper purposes, because he has that dual designation. And I just, I when I draft Isaiah Simmons, I'm drafting 100 solo, 100 solo, 100 all purpose. Yeah. I feel that's, it's safe. You know what I mean? And if he if and when he does play just as much linebacker as db or or even mirrors his last two years snaps as a linebacker man it's a cheat code in my db spot you know what i mean and this is why yahoo sucks too because they probably won't have him as a dual designated guy yeah we'll see what happens like when he gets a certain amount of snaps in the db spot that's usually when yahoo either adds it or changes it and I've seen, and I've seen sleeper, I've seen sleeper change it ac- accordingly with my man Quincy Williams because Quincy was my cheat code guy two years ago, for sure. A, a linebacker that had 
the DB designation as well and just killed it. Then last year, they were like, no, nah, you're just playing all linebacker. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Sleeper removed it. But And if you, so if you can imagine, all my teams last year, like the startups, were all Isaiah Simmons and Quincy as my DBs. You know what I mean? And see, here's the thing that I'm worried about with Isaiah Simmons specifically. Is the tackles going to go down? Probably not. It's been right around like 100. But is those is the sacks going to go down? He has his career sure. last year with four. If they really are keeping him outside of the box more, mm-hmm. that, that's what worries me. That's why I'm fading him yeah, a little bit. Sure. Because you got to draft him a lot higher this year than you did in the past. I, I was all about him last year, like for sure. Like we're getting him hella, hella. Yeah, hell yeah. And, but it's now it's. And, and we were right because he, he did what we wanted him to do in that range. Yeah. And now he's up in this range. But see, and this is why I say I can't, you know me, I love Isaiah Simmons. So that's why I say I can't even go without not talking about him. Yeah, for because sure. He's the cheat code until it, until he doesn't work anymore. You know what I mean? And, and I love it's a career. It's a contract year. And that entire team is going to be bad. So that defense is going to be out there and everyone's going to be running on them like shit. And for Isaiah Simmons, another little tidbit that might be low key that, that, that makes, I found this to make my case. Cause I could have no case. Just be, I fucking love them. Yeah. But I find all these cases that don't really mean anything. For example, the new head coach was the former defensive coordinator for the Eagles and his background as he was a DB's coach. So when you look at the way they built their, that Eagles defense and how they, they started from the back to the front. And, and now like when you look what the Eagles did now, they like completed their front with youngsters as because before they're like, all right, as long as our secondary is shut down, we can have this rotation of veterans up front and we're going to be okay. You know what I mean? And, so now you have this ideology going there. That's why you hear stuff like, yeah, Isaiah Simmons is going to play more DB because this is a DB my, a driven uh, head coach. You know what I'm saying? He wants his secondary to be nasty. And that's going to start with Isaiah Simmons being part let's, of it. Let's get back and let's finish this off here with, with some other DBs. Cause we got way off the rails. We're going to, we're going to cut a bunch of that off or at least put out the DB video by itself. Let's get back into some hits. And Tino, he said that he's fading Duggar. And I say, you're right. crazy. I say, you're crazy. I, I want He's making hella picks out there already in training camp, which doesn't really bode well for Mac Jones necessarily. But either way, this dude. Dugger, Dugger. Hey, listen, Kyle Duggar is a Bill Belichick special, bro. He's newer, better Chung. Because everyone back there, when you're a safety, you got to You're everything. You know what I'm saying? You're a nickel. You're a corner. You're a safety. You're a, you, you'll get into the box. You're, you're doing everything. Like the McCordys, remember he was like, that's why he kept around those guys that those because what happens with veteran corners sometimes too? They turn into safeties right when they're elder, right? So it's yeah. like he always had it. And Kyle Duggar's been a guy that that they bred to be this guy. You know what I mean? Adrian, what was his name? Adrian Phillips. That's the, they yeah. wanted him to be that. And they, Adrian, they, they even brought in what's his name? Jabril Peppers, because he was one of those hybrid guys. But it's Belichick, this he hit on Duggar like he this kid is is, is the epitome of and of see Belichick. we got 
We DB. got more rookie fever. Look at this. And Disco says Christian Gonzalez to the moon. Tino says Gonzalez is the new guy. Facts, but I think he gets picked on. But he's a corner. Like it's different position. Yeah, he's the, I think he gets picked on because he's a rookie. But but you're gonna need. Hey, listen. If you get four weeks into the year and he's not, he's doing Stephon Gilmore things as far as a, a completion percentage against him. They're going to stay away from him. The offensive coordinators are going to game plan away from him early on. Those, But they'll pick on him to find out. It depends You're going to need him to get tackles and picks. It really depends. Is he going to be the number one corner or the number two corner? That's He's going to be the number two. Points. He's going to be the number two. Yeah, and see, even with the number two, he's going to be the guy. I mean, it's, it's Jonathan Jones, if you ask me, right? Or I don't even – I don't know who's number one on the depth chart, but I know like Jonathan Jones is to me the best corner they got right now. So if he's the yep. number two, he's going to be going up against the number one wide receiver pretty much. Because Gonzalez is going to be the one, but like he's going to be the one, like he's drafted to be the one. If he's going to be the one, that means he's yeah. going to be covering the second best wide receiver in most of these games, but he's going to be in one-on-one -on -one coverage. Yeah. Because they're going to give, they're going to give the double coverage love to, to the number, to the, whoever's, what is it called? They consider their number one. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. If they're playing, if they're playing against the Bengals, like, okay, how about this? Week well, whoever's one. their number week one, one they're going to double week. See, this is going to be tricky, actually. No, actually, no, it's not tricky. Week one, they play the Eagles. They're going to double coverage love to AJ Brown, and they're going to, and they're going to let the speed match with speed with Devontae Smith and Gonzalez. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're going to see that. It's going to be a fun matchup week one, right out the gate. And, Mark, and, and, and I ain't going to lie. We're going to see technique from the third year of Devontae Smith. You know what I mean? I think he's going to, he's going to, he might school this kid week one, bro. Infinite said Marcus Jones is the cornerback to get in New England. No, he's not. Mm, he's, they improved like, their offense to where he's probably not going to be getting any offensive snaps anymore. Yeah. He's, they needed him last year. Like they don't need him as much this year. Yeah. Because he was whatever on IDP. It was like really his offensive. Like you score a touchdown, you're just like, oh, this is a new cheat code. Like guys who we could plug in at the DB who are linebackers. This is the new cheat code. Shows how bad they were on personnel-wise at receiver last yeah. year also. Outside of Devontae Parker. And you dealt with Kendrick Bournes here and their injuries. And the tight end sucked. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be... Mac Jones sucked and the QB situations. and They had to, they got to get multiple in. Because remember, he wasn't playing offense in like week one, week two or anything like that. It's after all these injuries that happened. That's why I'm really not buying into the Marcus Jones outside of best ball. And, uh, and Big Draft Energy said Sauce Garner this year. In real NFL, yeah, he, who knows? He might end up being yeah. a defensive player. In IDP, he might be one of the worst... He might be one of the worst to have on a week-to-week -week basis. You know what I mean? You really got to hope that – because this is year two of him being the defensive rookie of the year. Everyone he, – he, and he's in a Robert Solid defense, bro. They might just stay away from him more often than not this year. You know what I'm saying? And that's not going to do anything for us in fantasy. And we talk about – and we talk – He better get like 50 passes deflected. <laughs> We talked about this earlier, Peacock, with Pitry and Derwin James, how those are like the cream of the crop for the DBs. And he said Pitry is expected to be more aggressive in this Ryan's defense this year. 
I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Another one of my targets. See, this dude's on a new team, but they need him so bad. And right now, he got injured the first day of training camp, but it's not it's nothing we should really worry about. But because of it, people are just going to outright forget about this guy. And in redraft, I might have a ton of C.J. Gardner-Jones. He's back at practice today. Don't, don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, man. He's back. <laughs> Either way, though, I think he's one of those guys. I don't mind chasing the production that he had with the Eagles because he just – he had the same production when he was with the Saints. Like it just, he yeah. just carries over anywhere he's at because they use him in every facet you can. For sure, and it's funny that a lot of people don't even realize he's not on the Eagles like anymore. <laughs> and I think for the people who might realize that he's not on the Eagles, I think they lower him. So now, reason. question: This is, a, I kind of have a me in classic bogey form. I kind of have an answer to the question already, but I'm trying to work on that. So here's the question. In the absence of Garner Johnson, is there someone that we could look at in the Eagles this year late? Because is the rookie Sidney Brown tickle your fancy at all? Pause. Or yeah. is, the, is the Mike, what's his name? Blankenship. You know yeah, I mean? I'm not really fucking with either Nothing. one of those guys too much. It's like Sidney Brown if people are on the rookie fever, like he might even start the first couple games. Like that's what, the first year. We gotta, we gotta really see during training camp. That's when we're gonna the more ideology. Will, will anyone even get close to the third level? But you know who, who I like though is gonna be Edmonds over there. Like a lot of people okay. forgot about him going over there, and I just feel like he's like free. You know, no one's yeah. even drafting him like at all. So if there's a guy who I think steps up and gets more tackles. Because of CJ gone, it's gonna mm-hmm. be Edmonds. Okay, I like that. Cause that's that was I was looking for the answer because I didn't know that. I was like, who is the captain? That's gonna tell you. I get it out of him on the show. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, I duly note that. Okay, how about this? Here's another target of mine. And this one is purely based on opportunity, and there's no no one in standing in this guy's way. And uh, he's on an offense that has like a sketchy a D line, in my opinion, as far as their interior, and it's Dak Dax Hill. Yeah, yeah, super late. He's free. Super late. Free freedom. His ADP is four hundred. <laughs> He's free. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. It's just opportunity based. So maybe I could like when while I'm like stocking up on things that are like linebackers and stuff, I could take shots on these later DBs because I'm real. I'm prioritizing in that order. I'm probably going to go up and try to get one of the better DBs, maybe even hopefully two of, two of them and just find all my depth with all those cheapy guys. I do it all the time. Yeah. End up with all the fucking, the Cameron curls and the fucking, who else? i the Jordan Whiteheads and the fucking this is super late guys that I could start if I needed when I, on the bye weeks. But is it, here's a guy, and this is a Hus special. You know what I'm saying? Your man Ant, Antoine Winfield, man. Yeah, inside the top twelve for the first time in a handful of years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it's just another one of those. 
if you're not in IDP shit like that, like you just don't really know he be in like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, here goes a deep dive for that ass. I'm gonna go with our man Andre Cisco. Let me hit that. Be the free safety over there. Yeah, he's opposite Rayshon Jenkins. Yeah. So there we go. They just they both yeah, killed it last year. Yeah, he's a sophomore, right? No, I think this he's going oh, he's a junior. third year. Yeah, okay. so he's a 2021, so he's going into his third year. Nice. Read three big ints, 70 solo tackles, had a sack as well. But he's another just another person who's free, and because of Rayshon Jenkins, he just gets overlooked. So if you play six, let's say anywhere between six and nine IDP players, 69 dudes, he could be someone for bench depth or someone you lock in as a second DB, and I'd feel okay about it. I got a fade. Okay. And this one's going with one of my late round targets. It's a twofer. Fade Jamal Adams and for free, take the rookie Reed. Yeah. Jarek Reed, because yeah. he might actually start here. And Seattle loves their, they love those guys that, that uh, those chip on the shoulder late mid round and to late round drafted guys. And he's one of them. Like he's like, what is he a, fourth fifth rounder but he actually has an opportunity yeah. here but they hit we were talking yesterday about guys who they've been hitting on like later in their drafts and they have such a need at that position that when they drafted i was like oh this kid might be interesting here and he's good too you know what i mean i think adams has more of a shot of starting on the pup for the regular season that's what i'm saying more than a 50 percent chance of starting on the pup and i'm sure they would i think it was like a week ago it was like three years to the day from the trade yeah yeah and what's funny about that is damn we have three years of just it's all that one game or two games where he's getting the sacks yeah and was like, oh shit, Jamal Adams. Like, I feel like we've been chasing that for fantasy, or at least those. It was amazing when he first got there. It was like, what, for a half a season, three quarters? Like 11 sacks or something like that. Until he got hurt and then just ain't been right ever since. Here goes someone that I feel like I really want to get a lot of is Jesse Bates. I feel like he was so pissed at the Bengals with the contract negotiations over the last And it was years. the franchise tag. He played on the tag last year. Played on the tag. But now you get, you go over to a team that's got all these rookies, or well, not rookies, but just new players, the new player energy, the Bijan, the London, the Pitts, and all that. And your defense. Even Okuda. Even Okuda's new there. Hella stacked in the secondary. So, like, their DB room is going to be the most lit, like, positional group, like, out of everybody. And he's one of the new leaders over there for that. Linebackers or whatever, we like them for IDP because they're going to get a lot of tackles. Their defensive line sucks. It might be, like, literally one of the worst in the league. They really can't stop the run, like, at all. And Jesse Bates is just going to get a shitload of tackles. And he's only had... One or two, like, interceptions, like, in a season. Like, he's never crossed, like, the four INT threshold. We might see it with the cornerbacks that they have. We may get a lot more shots over the middle of the field to him versus working the outside because of A.J. Terrell and Okuda. This is one of the best cornerback duos in the league.
Yep, and then now he's about to, he's, he could be, they have a chance to be one of the best safety tandems in the league, Jesse Bates and, uh, and Richie Grant. All right, we're going to get up out of here. Make sure you go follow the podcast, Fantasy Football Hustler, on Apple, Spotify, Google Pod, Amazon, literally everywhere, and the Silver Screen Breakdowns pod. Make sure you go hit the automatic downloads on the Silver Screen Breakdowns. What else do we got? We got four slow drafts filling up right now so if you want to get into a draft let me know and let's see what else do we got going we got a handful of leagues we got the vampire leagues the three qb leagues i got a hustler redraft league we got the auction draft as well a lot of these leagues that we're going to be filling up like right now don't let these new 420 crew members come around and steal the spots into leagues that you want to get in reserve your spot now you don't have to pay Right now, we don't have to pay until we get closer to the draft, but reserve your spot now in these leagues. And Tino said, you got a vampire spot open. So the vamp- every- everyone in the vampire league has the same chance of being the vampire. We do the 100-yard rush for that and because everybody wants to be the vampire. And, and are you bringing it back to Yahoo, too? Yep, I am. So, Tino, be right up your alley, bro. Be I was about to say, for all you young motherfuckers, like the Vampire League did not work out like we wanted to in sli- on Sleeper. So, look at that. Yahoo got some up on Sleeper. There you go. Yeah, that's the one thing that Sleeper does not have on Yahoo. You cannot turn off everyone from turn. You could turn off individual peoples or only turn on one person to make waivers. Pretty much. So, there's no waiver wire in this one. What it is is every team is locked from making picks except the vampire all week until like Wednesday at whatever time we decide it might be like noon or whatever, where I go in and I have to manually turn it off or change it to where now these teams can make one pick per week and that's it. So in the vamp, if yeah. you're not vampire, yeah, because Yahoo has it where you could put limitations on things. For sure. Sleeper yeah. doesn't have that yet. Like one a week, even. Let's see. What else do we got? We got FNT coming back at one. All right. We're going to get up out of here. Make sure you go paying attention in Patreon. I'm going to post a few things right now. Just remind people about the leagues filling up. Remind you guys about the cards and everything going down. And all the leagues that are about to be filling up. We got one more offensive dynasty that is starting. So we just filled up number one. But because there's a lot of people who have no idea that dynasty leagues draft way before this time of year, where I'm opening one more up. And that's why the yeah. that's why the all the ADPs are how they are right now. For real, though, for people that are coming in to redraft, like, oh, it's so crazy right now. Yeah, yeah. because of all the fucking the dynasty motherfuckers. That I think why can't sleeper filter that better? Which part? If you're in a redraft league, everyone who's been doing redraft mocks is what dictates that ADP. People that have been dra- oh, yeah. drafting dynasty startups, that's what dictates those well, ADP. You're creating the style league. It should be. Here's the thing, though. Compared to Yahoo, Yahoo doesn't change anything. Anything. That. So but they're trying to be like Yahoo? But you can change the setting in there, though. You could do IDP. You could do 2QB. You could do... There's a lot of different ADP settings. We just only look at either the IDP or the Superflex. That's a good point. Yeah. Which right. brings me back to my next point or my original point. Do better, Yahoo. <laughs> and give me money. Yeah.
And which brings me to my last point. Don't also give him money. Don't smoke crack. We'll see you for FNT. And get ready. We're going to come like a half hour earlier. So make sure you're paying attention. Peace out, people. Bang. You ready, Jerry? I'm ready. just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, I'm on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring. I'm the champ. I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. Okay, let's go smoke that joint.